Welcome to Enter Your Rising, a 4E D&D podcast, part of the LTM Gaming Syndicate. When we last left our group, they had completed their capture of two-thirds of a Dragonborn Rebellion <laughs> and uh, were preparing to join the rest of the village in putting them on trial. And uh, so... Dull Scale has just announced that they are about to give them an opportunity, or about to give Fierce Eye an opportunity to explain himself in the events that happened last night. And Fierce Eye looks very concerned and said, uh, I, I, I was, I was visiting. See, this is when we need to have third edition in the Zone of Truth spell. This is a lot faster. Are you sure that you can't have that as a uh, ritual? ritual? No, I'm not. Oh, well. But I figured Dullscale would have that. Oh, okay. That's an excellent question. Let me look real quick and see if there is a zone of truth, and if there is, how it uh, <laughs> works. Like, what level you would need to be. Yeah, when when I came into the uh, house there, I almost sent you away to say that, like, I think you have uh, another task to be performing. For me? No, for Kafan. Wait, what? I was going to tell you to go sharpen your axe. Oh. <laughs> I feel like on my next level up, I should retrain stealth into intimidate. Oh, there's discern. No, lies. I already got. I already got intimidate. Keep stealth. Oh, okay. Well, you could could you just sign into the thingamajig and like do a search? Well, I just figured I could look in the PHB, and like I said, there is one that's called discern lies, but it seems like it affects you as an individual. So. You'd have to trust, you know, so basically so, Dolskill could cast on himself, but then you all would have to trust him that he was saying, like, they're lying or not. Yeah. So I think that's the extent of what you can do. Yeah, I don't think that there's anything to do what we want to do. So we're going to assume that, no, there's not any equivalent, so we can't do it easily, so we have to actually have the trial. So uh, Firzai was saying, I was vis- visiting... Uh, hothead, and these guys were there and attacked us. And Grimtooth was there too, and they attacked all of us. Yes, it's coming. I'm sorry, I I wasn't feeling well, but it's coming back to me now. Uh, we were all there together, and they suddenly attacked us. Dull Scale turns to the people and says, "Moments ago." Hothead, when questioned using the same line of questioning, said that she called for help, and Grimtooth answered. He calls up, he motions to Bright Eye, and Bright Eye mounts the steps as well. And uh, Doletooth says to Bright Eye, Bright Eye, did you hear anyone calling for help last night? Bright Eye loudly states, No, no one called for help last night. Are my two minutes up? Your your two minutes were up. Um, dull, dull scale started when you were approaching. Okay. Uh, he just didn't want uh, Hothead nearby when he started questioning. But Hothead is there now, as, as are you. Dull scale will walk down the steps and uh, move the ripped and torn sleeve on Hothead to demonstrate the, or to display the marking. Hothead claims that she didn't have this mark until last night 
when it was performed on or put upon her by people that she invited into her home. He uh, spits on it and rubs it with his hand and it doesn't come off. And he says, yeah, it is not made with soot or any other kind of marking and the skin around it is not showing any signs of injury as though she was branded recently. This is an old mark. He then walks back up to Fierce Eye and moves that robe and shows that he has it on him as well. And he makes the same announcement. This is not old. Or, I'm sorry, this is not new. This is also old. Suddenly, Hothead screams, It was his idea! It was Fierce Eye's idea! I didn't want to do anything! And all the crowd starts to uh, murmur. <gasps> we want us to, uh, you want us to do that? those sounds for them? <gasps> sure. <gasps> Dull <Dull-scale laughs> scale motions to Gwen, but sort of doesn't like point with a finger. So, like, if you wanted, you could interpret it as he's inviting the three of you to come forward. Okay. As long as you're all standing near mm-hmm. one another. We will step forward, or I will. Okay. Dull scale. We'll continue <laughs> speaking to the villagers. He will say, many of you know that these new guests were asking a lot of questions yesterday. They believed that what we had determined to have happened was maybe not the full truth. Gwen, can you share what you believe to have happened? Citizens of Dry Barrel. <laughs> Lend me your, 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 your hold in your head. <laughs> During the course of our investigation, we've, we came across uh, a number of facts and pieces of information that led us to believe that with uh, what we know now that the group that we were sent here to find were these three, uh, Pothead, uh, Fierce Eye, and was it Grimtooth? Yes. Where's the other one? Yeah. And the original murders that took place were done by them and were pinned on the other members of our, our Lady's faith to have them act as scapegoats. A number of facts uh, between that, the, the events of those nights and last night were the same, where lamps were left darkened, which I believe is possibly a signal for the others to congregate and perpetrate their crime. In the course of what happened last night, we were invited into Hothead's house, and Grimtooth and Fierce Eyes came and tried to attack us in our sleep. We also found that they were able to make themselves invisible, which fits with some of the information we learned before. We understand that this is a, a shock for a community like this, but Our Lady demands uh, justice be met on these criminals for their actions. Should I roll diplomacy? Oh. To... Wait, we're playing the crowd. Yay! Yay! Lynch them now! <laughs> Give them all the gold. Dole scale turns and says thank you for speaking up. The town will make its decision soon about what to do, but I will inform them of your desire to deal your lady's justice upon them. (laughs) As he's saying that, 
Someone from the back of the crowd yells, "Burn them! Burn them!" <laughs> it's Aerith. <laughs> <laughs> and then he uses a slightly different voice. Yeah, do what he says. I think that's a good idea. Better listen to that guy. Who keeps saying that? <laughs> <laughs> it was him. Let's get him, fellas. Dolskill says, you may not even need to wait. It sounds like a decision is being made as we speak. The The crowd sort of takes up the rallying cry. Punishment must be met. <laughs> Kill them. Uh, Dolscale holds out his arms. Please, please. Hear me out. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> no! Then uh, Bright Eye takes club and shield and hits it a couple times, making a ruckus and bringing everyone's attention and settles everyone down briefly. And then... <laughs> it's uh, like, and? Yeah, right. And then she's like... And once everyone's sort of been paying attention for a while, she kind of keeps going, and then she dull scale walks over and touches her arm and she, you know, sort of jerks herself, realizes that she's been doing this longer than she intended and sort of just sheepishly sets it down. Dullscale says, yes, we were deceived. However, these people appear to be agents of the Raven Queen. In and of itself, that is not a crime. Neither was their deception of us. However, the acts that they committed, they appear to have committed in her name which means that justice belongs to her followers. People start yelling, But they killed one of ours! Dolscale puts up his hands. Yes. Which brings me to my second point. Not only did they kill one of ours, they also convinced us that it wasn't them and tricked us into taking the lives of two others. I have gathered <laughs> One, one their guy name. in the crowd is clapping. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, wait. <laughs> Then, then looks around slowly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tries to start the slow clap, then realizes that it's not being picked up right. and just stops. <laughs> Dolt Scale says, I've gathered their remains and will give them traditional dragonborn final rites, but then we'll also turn those remains over to the Raven Queen's representatives so that their ladies... Uh, final rights can be given to them. As Bahamut's representative here, I am making the declaration that his justice will not be met upon Hothead or Fierce Eye, that they belong to the Raven Queen. That discussion is final. There's some shouting, but he just walks into his home. Kafan starts doing some stretches. <laughs> Limbering up. up. <laughs> Are the stretches nonchalantly showing you're not uh, dicked body? Like you're just like pelvic thrusts and like are you like essentially teabagging people? Like, <laughs> How tall do you think he is that these people are standing up and he's teabagging them? Well, no, I'm, I'm assuming he's knocking them down. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I assume that they would die of grief. Alright, so he heads back to his house and he goes inside. Hothead starts to hop this way. People just watching Hothead hop away. People people are still sort of angrily shouting after a dull scale, not okay. paying attention to Hothead. I'll walk over there and shove her down. Ugh. Just put my foot on her back or something. Okay. Fierce Eye is looking concerned, but 
bright eye is right next to him. And uh, he isn't moving anywhere. The prisoners are, for the most part, being ignored. There are a couple people who you haven't met, who aren't named, who <laughs> are picking rocks out of the sand and throwing them at Fierce Eye. No justice like mob justice. Because Kafan is on top of Hothead, no one is doing anything to Hothead right now. Eventually, Bright Eye tells the villagers to, you know, one hits her shield and she, like, stares the person down and everyone sort of stops throwing rocks. And those people just sort of turn and go back. The people who are angrily shouting after Dull Scale when they realize that he doesn't intend to come out approach, I don't know, are Aerith and Gwen sort of standing together? It doesn't appear so. According to the map. Okay. So they sort of in different groups, like two or three people approach Gwen, two or three people attach, uh, um, approach Aerith, a couple people maybe even go over by Kafan and sort of say, well, what do you intend to do about this? Well, I'll let, I'll let Gwen answer first. Well. I know, uh, okay. technically it's all simultaneous. What I'm saying is. Right. We can't all answer the question in. You can. Well, okay, I'll answer. <laughs> Yeah, well, we I mean, I'm to answering meet out as well. our ladies' just, justice. Yeah, I was going to say, they're going to die. <laughs> Their fate is sealed. Go ahead, Matt. Now it's your turn. Uh-oh. We did lose Matt. Matt! No! Hello, listener. Paul here. Sorry for the intrusion, but as astute listeners may have noticed, Matt actually hasn't been heard for a few minutes. While we do sometimes deal with connection issues, see, for example, the entirety of episode 29... Most often they resolve and we just keep playing, and I cut out those bits, which is what we did here. Except our problem is that, unbeknownst to us, Matt's audio feed also died, and it never came back. You won't hear him at all for the rest of this episode. Unfortunately, this episode featured some lengthy, in-character conversations between Kevan and Gwen as they traveled. From here on out, our audio is everything we had, minus Matt. So there are obvious gaps in the conversations, which I have edited out. Completionists are welcome to listen to the remainder of the episode, and they can mostly get the idea of what's happened. But the beginning of the next episode also includes our best attempt at a recap. Our apologies. Hope you enjoy. Well... That kind of sucks, because I don't know when he was gone, and I was sort of waiting for Gwen's order to do stuff. <laughs> it's like a video game. Somebody paused it. Like, or just left it running and didn't pause. There blankly. Just waiting there. Yeah, like... Anyway, so I believe I'm standing there, and we all were giving our answers to the question of TJ's, like, villagers. Saying, What's, yes, the... what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Right. And I said, we will meet out our ladies' justice, and Aerith said, they're going to die. It, their fate is sealed. But yeah, and we don't know what Gwen says, because Matt was gone. True. So what does Gwen say? Go. That's, enough, that's vague enough that it may not help. <laughs> I agree. It is vague. They, they came up and they, their, their question was exactly, well, what are you going to do about it? Like, just gesturing towards the prisoners and the fact that they were told you guys get are responsible for meaning justice upon them. I believe the specific wording of the letter was that they're actually, I, I'm not going to tell you what I think the specific wording was because I don't remember the specific wording, but I believe <laughs> it was along the lines 
of there are members of the Black Wings who are being overly zealous in their duties and are bringing a bad name to the Raven Queen, and your job was to go and end this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And hopefully that means the the world. That's what I wanted. <laughs> we, we trigger Armageddon. <laughs> no need. No need. I, yes, sir. I'm well prepared. I believe. <laughs> Aerith tries to just hack through their necks with his staff for the next four days. <laughs> just, <laughs> ah! Where are we going to carry this business out, Gwen? I feel we should move away from this shrine to Bahamut. <laughs> Dolskill's in his house. Yeah, Dolskill left. Yep. Yeah. You were gone. Come on. You're supposed to know stuff when you're gone. Yeah. Bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Dolskill's in the house. And uh, so you do you want to go after Dolskill to ask him where you should go? Well, you can you can certainly choose to do that. Or you can ask, all right? You go to Dillscale's house, and he's put up his skin that covers the door. So I don't know if you knock or if you just move the move the barrier out of the way. Okay? He doesn't come to the door to answer. If you burn it, he'll eventually have to come out. I'll pick up Hothead, like pull her up so she's standing, and then just sort of push her toward the gate. All right. I'll leave. I'll leave the other one. Okay. In case we get mobbed, it's hopefully you they'll attack. I mean, because you're the tank. So you guys lead them out to the gates, and once you get outside, surprisingly very few follow you out. There's maybe like one person who follows you, and it's again someone who you didn't speak with, but it's a younger-looking dragonborn. And, yeah. Do you want me to actually do anything, TJ? Well, I, you could just say what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> so, I do have an executioner's axe, and that's kind of the whole point. So, I mean, Kefan will just push the one, which one does he have? Hot, hothead? As I think you said you have. Yeah, and push her down to kneeling position and take a swipe. Oh, come on, you know you're smiling. You haven't been able to do this yet. I know. But if you will, if you... Want me to actually, like, roll for a coup de gras or something, then then I would declare my oath first. Up to you. It's up to me if I want to roll or not? No, it's up, I mean, it's up to you if you want to declare your oath. Well, <laughs> are they just going to die, or am I actually rolling something? Well, I mean, they are defenseless. Okay. They can't stand up to you, so you're just going to... Then that's it, yeah. Well, tell you what, roll. If you roll a one, it will take you more than one swing. <laughs> That's okay. I did not roll a one twice. Okay, <laughs> I rolled it once. So yes, they are now headless. Okay, congratulations. You have beheaded some dudes. So XP, please. <laughs> <laughs> so your stuff is like your horse and cart are still inside the walls. Aerith had mentioned wanting to be responsible for the bodies of the unjustly executed yes. members. Mm, I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a town where they're all black wings, but they don't know. They don't... Yes. <laughs> it's like a crazy social experiment that the Raven Queen has set up. Uh, you guys go back into town, and 
the the one guy who like followed you outside to see what was what you guys were gonna do about whatever it was you were gonna do ran back in ahead of you and like is already like blabbing not blabbing but like talking to everybody like in you I mean he's talking quietly but like if you look for him like you'll see him like he's air executing people with an axe big like overly dramatic like swings with his arm mm-hmm. and then like you know take his head with his hands and like make it like uh <laughs> like stick out his tongue like jordan yes exactly like jordan he leaps from 15 feet away so all of your belongings are on you because you haven't left your weapons anywhere i guess probably like your bedding and stuff that you had laid down at hotheads that you took with you to dull scales you probably want to go and collect those things. I'll just say let's. I will get the cart and the horse ready if Aerith collects the bodies. Gwen, would you retrieve our belonging? Okay. Sounds good. So, Aerith, you go up. You know where the remains are. Correct. Maybe you take them, bind them, because you know obviously they're kind of loose. <laughs> so, yep. you. I've done this before. <laughs> I've disposed of bodies before. So, mm-hmm. you. Tie them up like with some loose cord, and take the them one at a time and carry them to the cart. And then, Gwen, do you just open the door, or do you knock again? Okay. Dullscale comes and opens the door. As you walk in, he closes the covering behind him, or behind you rather. He says, "I thank you for coming and correcting the error that." we made i this is a difficult thing to do we are so certain we were in the right there was no reason to suspect any of our number but yet here we are left with it i will be reflecting and meditating on this for some time and i do believe that at some point bahamut will ask of me to serve as part of a bounty or an agreement that might be owed to one of the Raven Queen's servants. I would offer to attend to you now as a servant. However, there would be no one to take my place here. And any recompense that I would be making to the Raven Queen on Bahamut's behalf would not cancel out the debt I owe to Bahamut if I left here at this time at least. Well, it would seem that this town has recently been home to as many as eight servants of the Raven Queen, and of those eight, three were troublesome to us. And I would love to have known what caused them to attack suddenly, or what seemed so suddenly. I I just, I don't know. But no, the intentions that we had to the followers from Ashkent, that obviously, I I will let everyone know, there will be much talking that will be done in the next few weeks. You are gathering your belongings. Uh, Do you know where you're headed? Well, for the most part, you'll probably have two choices, east or west either further east towards Ashkent or back west towards the wetlands. Well, I don't know how your provisions stand, but if 
you would find it helpful, I'd be happy to send two goats with you. Obviously, you could milk them if you require that, and if it comes down to it... Oh, shit, it's a farming mini-game. You could, you could also choose to kill them and uh, roast them. Would you care to take one or two? I will... Yes, I will speak with uh, Fast Hand about taking your two favorite, which you apparently have already taken. I think we should... Can, can we please replay this, this scene? But uh, once... Do eat, do it each time with each character. So, like, the one where Kafan says, yep. And the one where Aerith says, yep. <laughs> there's no <laughs> consoling. There's no thanking. There's just, yep, you suck. Well, see you later. <laughs> All right. Apparently, Dolscale comes out and sees that the goats have uh, all been stolen. No, just two. Okay. Oh, you're we're just moving the rest around. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't know who's doing that. I took two. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> it's unfair that you assume it's me. <laughs> Is it inaccurate? It could just as easily be Matt. Yep. Well, I didn't move the goats. They moved naturally like a flock of birds. <laughs> All right. So Gwen and Dullscale step out, and Dullscale approaches Fast Hand and instructs her to procure two goats of your choosing. And uh, Dullscale shakes your hand and goes back to his house. Your hand being Gwen. All right. Gwen, are you going to pick out the goats? All right. You pick out two goats. Two, the two prettiest goats. <laughs> the one you'd most like to make out with. <laughs> you lead them to the cart, and da 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 da. You guys have finished your business in Dry Barrel. Huzzah. So, where to? Right now, you are north of the old road. So, unless you intend to go deeper into the desert, you have to at least go south for a while. Let me just see what I can see. Your question is, how far were you from Dry Barrel to the old road? Uh, you can definitely make it in a day. I would suggest we head to Ashkent. It seems like wherever we might go from there, that'd be the easier to get. It's, yeah, it's, right. the, it's more sporty. All right. Well, you, you get to the old road, and that's that's about your day. And you guys set up camp that night. Are you eating trail rations? Are you eating goat? Are you eating goat milk or goat <laughs> cheese? Probably not cheese. It would take a while to make cheese. <laughs> How are you mine for fish? Well, by this time, I'm sure the goats have bred a, a third goat. <laughs> After a day, certainly. We put, them, we, put, we put a male and a female together. That's what happens. Right. You just shove some wheat down their throat and they... Unfortunately, breed. Gwen is still very young and she didn't know how to pick that. So she just got two goats and they're both girls. <laughs> hey, guys, look, goats. Then if we have two girls, that means they both breed a baby goat, right? Because <laughs> they were already pregnant. Spontaneously. We eat trail rations. Okay. So, you guys... Can we see the big map again? Oh, I was going to put you back on the road. Oh, okay. Is this the road? This is oh, the road. It, I have it highlighted for some reason. Oh, because I'm on the wrong level. There. Okay. Now it looks right. So they think I'm in the cart and Aerith on the horse. Oh, is that how we're doing it now? I thought you were on the horse. I was on our journey out, but then when we got to the city, I realized it's probably a better idea to have you on the horse, because you can actually ride better. And it's got to be your butt. That's fair. Plus, you could actually, like, shoot things from the horseback, yeah. Ooh, I get to become Genghis Khan. (laughs) 
One step closer. Oh, there's goats. Those oh, are God. not the not oh, the goats I picked. They're definitely having sex. Oh no. Oh right. There you go. Goats. We ride. Whoa! It grew. <laughs> they look too fat the other way. They're bigger than the they're horses. The <laughs> they're getting <laughs> holy crap. That's like a six hundred pound goat. We are definitely not getting we're not eating these. This is like the Oregon Trail where we're gonna be eating it for like four right, months. Fine. They're fat goats. They're regular goats, they're just fat. There, you're done. Alright. You guys finish getting or finish your cross country sort of path. You get to the old road and you set up camp there. And you eat your trailer rations and do you sleep in the bed of the wagon? Probably not the bed of the wagon because there are bodies there now, right? <laughs> no, no, we can toss the bodies. Yeah, there. we can. They're not the going anywhere. Else. Speaking of which, do we have any idea what the actual funeral rites, funerary rites? We're deciding it queen? right now. Where I would, that's why I'm asking, does anyone want to decide like what we actually do? Like Maybe we just can throw them in the sand and be done with it. Yeah, I think I feel like at this. I honestly, I feel like for her, for the Raven Queen, she could see the bodies as just nothing now, like discarded husks. You know, mm-hmm. right? It, it would be like you'd probably say there would probably say something specific that's said upon found dead bodies. You know, may the Raven Queen watch your flight to the afterlife, and then yeah, toss okay. the body. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we can just dump them in the sand at the first opportunity. We'll wait a little while. And, and or this, we're gonna cover them with sand. And then we get to do the... It's dry fucking sand! <laughs> when he rots, <laughs> the surfers are gonna smell him a mile away! <laughs> I don't know anybody! So, are you guys doing that this very first so, night? Or are you doing it like, you get like half a mile away from the city and you just shove him out the back? <laughs> Basically. I love to go to eat him. We can make a little game out of it. That's how you grow a dire goat. <laughs> you feed it the dead bodies of Dragonborn? <laughs> yeah. That sounds right. Well, not feeding them dead bodies isn't going to get you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the next day they'll just be unceremoniously dropped off. Not on the road. You know, a good 20 feet off. But anyway. Okay. That doesn't, that doesn't account for tonight. So they're still so. in the, yeah, so they're still in the back of the wagon tonight, which means no one's probably sleeping in the back of the wagon. The only thing I would say is, is there something that maybe we would do to the bodies to, in, like, try and ensure that they cannot rise as undead? I'm pretty Just, sure they're, the like, fact that they're decapitated would not. Would, well, well, I don't know. Is there some, can we, like, have Aerith know some ritual that he could do over the bodies, like, some sealing thing that, like yeah, they can't I can't rise in you, skeletons or something. You, I'll tell you what it's going to be. I'm going to use your axe and cut off all the rest of their limbs. Because <laughs> that means if they come back to life, they just flop around. <laughs> Work with me here, Steve. I am working with you. <laughs> I said you were going to do it. So at one point, uh, Boothel, like very early in Aerith's training, said to Aerith, Now, son, I will teach you how to ensure that they don't come back. And Eris like, look what I can do. And he just, like, starts cutting through someone's arm. And, like, see, now he can't grab me. I led. That's true. But what if he tries to run after you? So Aerith goes and he starts cutting through the guy's thigh. It's like, look, all better now. <laughs> and then Poodle's like, no. And then he just gave up. So Aerith now believes <laughs> that the only way to prevent people from coming back as undead is to dismember them. It's not the only way, it's just the, it's a very efficient way. He believes that the only way. (laughs) 
So he never learned it because he only he decided to deal with it in a more uh, mechanical fashion as opposed to <laughs> magical or divine. Okay. Gwen is still new to all this, so she doesn't know one yet. <laughs> I'm a surgeon. Kafan <laughs> also doesn't know of one. I'm like Dr. Zoidberg, where I keep trying to reattach arms into leg holes and whatnot. So instead of just dumping the bodies, we should actually dismember them and scatter their pieces across the desert. It's way more work, dude. Every, what are they gonna every do? once They're in a while, nudge a piece out the back of the wagon. It's like chumming for sharks. Okay, that that I'd be fine with. I don't want to just spend the time scattering it, but like if we're just rolling down the road and they're just like a heaving arm <laughs> in the desert. Right. We could actually make like a competition, like who could throw the arm, arm the furthest? Or This is getting grislier and grislier. There's nothing that I disagreed with yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually do have that conversation. Kafan will yes. ask Aerith if he knows of a way. And yeah, Aerith I tell him. Decides it's just dismember them and scatter no, the that, parts. that is what I tell you. You dismember okay. them and you just scatter the parts. Then we do that gradually. I'm okay with no, that. We quickly dismember them. We gradually throw them. Right, right, right. Okay, so the next morning, you guys dismember the bodies. And you start by throwing, you know, pick... One knuckle. Pick a pick a piece, and that's what gets thrown out first. Testicles. <laughs> but the iron. <laughs> exactly. You want to feed them to the goats. <laughs> so, and you guys begin to move towards Ashkent. Correct? Ashkent. Mm-hmm. As we ride, Kefan will want to talk to Gwen. Sure, you don't want to talk to me. It's fine. In- <laughs> oh, I am enjoying the hell out of no, this right no, now. What's the opposite of desecrating? What's the opposite of busy? <laughs> sanctifying. He's sanctifying the corpses. It's holy dismembering. W-H? Or... <laughs> That's correct. So, uh, Kefan will... <laughs> me, me, me fucking their eye sockets. That's not... That's desecration. <laughs> Kefan will turn to Gwen and say... How are you with this situation? Uh, I know you have not been with Our Lady for very long, and that may have been particularly distasteful. That is not, as I understand it, Our Lady's way. They were simply misguided. I mean, our actions. It's one thing to kill in a fight defending yourself. It's another to be part of an execution. (laughs) Aerith's like, yeah, one's more fun. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. <laughs> Having to kill in cold blood and be a part of that. There may come a time when that is exactly what we are required to do. <laughs> this is my lot. I have no other alternative. As a deva, my faith is part of my being. I do not have a choice. Somewhat. It's still disconcerting. Precisely. As I said, I, I do not have a choice, but I would prefer some clarity. I am curious, as a merchant, you traveled this world extensively, correct? In your travels, had you seen another deva? I'm going to say... Uh, this you, may can, have come up at the beginning. I don't, I don't I don't know that you have... Roll percentage well, dice for me real quick. That, I'll say, Matt, didn't we determine that Paul had never met another deva? Up to... Yeah, I... I don't think I have. But, that's why. I was, mind you, you haven't traveled nearly right, as far. Right, right. But, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Good. See, Steve remembered Yay, something. Steve. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> don't patronize me, you Uh You have not. Uh, 
It's makes me wonder how many of my kind are left. Perhaps. <laughs> we haven't gone to hell yet. There were only limited numbers of us to begin with, and as we do not reproduce, the numbers only dwindle. But wouldn't, I mean, isn't everybody always reborn perpetually? So wouldn't there always be, in theory, the same fixed number? This is Steve no, asking, uh, not I, Eric. Uh, um, except that if they turn evil eventually, then they become Rakshasas. Ah! So, I guess maybe it started with a fixed number, but it's, you know, maybe I'm the last one. And it, I know that, I know for a fact that it's been some thousands of years between this life and my past life. Just like Tigger, how he's the only one? Yeah. So. <laughs> Kipan's mm-hmm. a wonderful thing. <laughs> You said to figure out something that rhymes with not having a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if Google can help me out with words that rhyme with penis. Penis. <laughs> cleanness. Extremist? <laughs> what? I said cleanness. No, the first one listed on the... On, on, it says near oh, rhymes. Your, oh. Extremist? Iciness? What? You're really reaching there. What's elitist? Elitist. Sorry, continue. I'm doing something really important. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go rhyme time. Now, I, I mean, Kefan would maybe just lapse into silence if Gwen doesn't respond to any. What do you say? Um... <laughs> Don't worry. When we well, watch the episode later, we'll be like, oh, they already talked about this. But yeah. right now, no one knows. Then, then just assume that maybe Kafan explains why he's asking if if she's seen any other, and then he's curious about the fate of his kind, and he'll explain the whole reincarnation deal. Yes, this is. I have been trying to look out for any others of my kind uh, as we travel, but we haven't exactly been to many places where there's been large gatherings of people. Certainly they wouldn't have gathered, I assume, in a dwarven stronghold. I'm just contemplating that perhaps Ashkent may be a large enough city that I could see if any others are still around. True. My situation is somewhat unique. <laughs> let's let's pause and hear the internal thoughts of Aerith for a moment. Yum, 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 yum. Gonna toss me a leg. <laughs> By this point, Aerith has constructed some sort of crude catapult. Yep. So he can extend his range. <laughs> he wants to win. <laughs> now, will it flick a goat? Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah, great. You're so so. So, you guys have been traveling for a little while, maybe about four hours, to the point where you're maybe starting to contemplate stopping for lunch. You know, just like a brief break to like rest the horses, maybe like water them very briefly. And, uh, you know, while you're doing that, you need like your rations very briefly. Can I ask how many horses we actually have? Because the wagon in the town only had one horse. And now I think that was just because I grabbed reached. the, yeah, you were supposed to have two all along. This is the one that you had. Okay. Just for whatever reason, the one that I grabbed real quickly while we went into town just had the one. Uh, okay. they're, race, they're racing snails. Oh, right, right, right. It was plural, so we knew there was two. <laughs> That's great. It's it's almost noon, and 
we're having deep watch. philosophical talks. Well, I, yeah, I, I think the deep philosophical talks have probably been over for a little bit, and you're back to riding your normal silence. Unless now that Boothel's gone, you all of a sudden have opened up and you guys have, like, share your feelings because, you know, Gwen does a great yep. job of encouraging discussion and resolving conflict. Mm-hmm. But um, you guys have slowed down to, uh, like I said, water the horses and give them a brief respite in, you know, this heat and uh, figure that while you're sitting still, you guys maybe grab your own stuff. Maybe you give the goats some water and some hay while you're at it, because they've been walking for a lot longer than they're probably used to walking for. Can can everyone roll perception for me real quick? Hold on. What word did you just say to give them what? Respite. <laughs> add yeah, that I was to the gonna list. Add that to the list. Yep. I wasn't going to okay, say Okay, so what is it? Respite? Respite. And why is it having like E at respite, the end? Respite care? <laughs> They don't call it respite care, or respite, <laughs> however you pronounced it. Respite care? It's to spite again, is what it really right. means. <laughs> oh, like, TJ. I'm going to get you a talking dictionary like, one of these days. No when kidding, something is seriously? awesome, it's got some <laughs> awe to it. But when it's awful, it's full of awe. Right. right. I got a 27. Okay. Perception, Wait, I didn't catch please. what we were rolling for because I was, I was, oh, perception. Yes. I was too busy. Oh, I just, I didn't, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a so nine. You were concerned about your horse. It is literally up the horse's ass. You're checking their, you know, colon and everything. Okay. You never know. It could be there. Kafan <laughs> detects. Well, he both sees and hears in the distance a pack of animals moving towards you. I'll point out, be on watch. Is it coming from, like, along the road or just in the desert somewhere? Uh, along the road as though it's been, like, it's following you, kind of. Like, it's moving in the same direction as you. Oh. They're maybe about a mile back. Get the goats into the wagon. <laughs> we must... We must... <laughs> deep. What do you call that small mouse-shaped <laughs> thing on the moon? I want Patrick Stewart to train me. No kidding. In how I mean, to be I really awesome. don't even care in what. Like I know. Me. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so. So many people would explode. Should we pull off? <laughs> pull <we> over. Can... <laughs> we should turn we... on the directionals first. <laughs> <laughs> should we move to the side or continue? How fast do they appear to be approaching, TJ? When was the last time Air threw out a body part? <laughs> oh, <laughs> 20 minutes ago. He's trying to line okay, up his They're, shot, they're moving so. at, a, a, at a decent clip towards you. Basically just leaving a trail of food for the all the predators of the yes. desert? <laughs> In retrospect, not the best plan ever. <laughs> I don't know, Paul. If we win, we get experience. That's true. And then we could throw their bodies out and make more cups. <laughs> and then when the bigger animals come, we can kill those guys in more spree. Wait, there's exactly. a word for this when you run through an area and draw all the... Training. Yep, yeah. Choo-choo! <laughs> how is it that you know that, but you don't know how to pronounce respite? Can you explain <laughs> that to me? Train. I, I know the word train. I have read books with the word train in it and had them read to me. <laughs> And so when someone uses training as a verb, 
then I know that. Wait, is that where this all comes down to? You said read to you, as in someone's been reading to you just terribly, like your brother or someone who just <laughs> hates you is reading all these words, and you're like, oh, that must be how you pronounce it, because my brother wouldn't lie to me. I don't know that I've ever read aloud or heard read aloud respite. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this happens actually to a lot of no, no, no. people I'm who with read you. a lot. But, but it... respite care. I've never heard You've, of that. Everyone's heard no, that at this I've point. I've never heard that. What are you even talking about? <laughs> I hate no, you. I'm being serious. Like, why are you? Why are you saying like everybody's heard that? Why? Just at this point, I mean, really? Are you serious? I am asking you. What is that? Like, why would I have heard of it? Uh, it's well, just Google it. You, I thought everyone had someone that they knew that was in that had gone to respite care or because it's kind of a, a, a thing that has been happening much more commonly these days. It's it's a respite from the person, like the family. It's, it's a respite for the people taking care of. So, Steve, just so you know, as I was typing into Google respite, it immediately populated it with respite care before I even finished typing respite. Right. <laughs> That's how common it is. It's like Sorry. one of your family members needs care, so you, they get respite care because then the family... It's it's like a temporary respite, yeah, for the caregiving, right? That's my understanding. Respite care is the provision of a short-term accommodation in a facility outside the home in which a loved one may yeah, be placed. I'm reading it, it right now. It's temporary relief for those who are caring for family members who might otherwise require permanent placement in a facility outside the home. Yeah. Should be paid to read other things. Just, just every once in a while. I am being very serious with you. I have never heard this term ever in my life. I, I'm just shocked. That's I, I, I believe you. I just am shocked. Don't you mean shocked? <laughs> Why would there be a C in there? <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. All so. Right. Animals are going to attack us. Let's let's do that. Well, let's they're not things. necessarily going to attack you. Oh yes, they are. I know you. Just because I have an encounter Don't, plan doesn't BS. mean they're going to attack you. <laughs> I'm just mostly can... curious what kind of animal they are. Let's let's use let's use diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, yeah. See, I gave you guys the goats as oh, bait, but you laid an even better trail for me. <laughs> are they T Rexes? I wish they were T Rexes. Because then I could say, where's the goat? Where's the goat? <laughs> we were already talking about the movie, so let's just keep going with it. Exactly. You're not black. Don't even try. <laughs> Paul can say, shoota. Shoota! <laughs> I was just listening to some interview with, um, oh, what's his face? The fly. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Je- yeah, where he was saying tons of people apparently mistakenly remember that he was the one eaten in the shit house when really he was really? no yeah like like people come up to him all the time and like say hey remember when you got eaten in that while you were on the toilet and he's like no that wasn't me to be fair didn't he get bit and th- or thrown <laughs> into the shit house which is what led to Gennaro getting eaten and he was covered by the palm leaves of the top of the bathroom yeah right yeah. but i think he was there because the t-rex like briefly bit him or like was trying to bite him knocked and ran into, into him when and it crushed through the bathroom yep knocked out all the walls anyway okay so i agree with matt's assessment people are morons 
They are brilliant, <laughs> brilliant people who Good would work, never Brett. mispronounce respite. <laughs> I wasn't trying to pick on you this time, TJ. Listen, I don't There's mind if people tell me this that time. I'm saying something wrong. I would rather know the correct... Really? Because I could have told you a bunch more things. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it comes up a lot, but I'm a horrible person. <laughs> I am a horrible person. <laughs> I think we've always, if there's audio proof. Speaking of, Paul, get that drop. Yep. Alright. So, you guys were, Kafan has seen that there are some things approaching and he's alerted the rest of the group, which is why they're all looking now as well. And as I told you. Can we see what's approaching? Like, is it just a dust cloud at this point? No. Um, at about a mile away, you saw maybe a good half dozen shapes as they get closer you can see that they are reptilian maybe the size of like a wolf or a really big dog are they gorms uh they are actually <laughs> drakes oh it's worse it's a lot of drakes in this world yeah well when you look for stuff that's in the desert you take what they tell you hmm. <laughs> i was going to attack you with frosty the snowman again <laughs> In the desert? I, I thought about it. <laughs> right away, watch him melt. Oh god, why is he not melting? Oh, is it just because you have Drake images? No, actually, I tried looking for the specific variety of Drake that this was in, like, the big library, and it didn't come up with anything, so I just reduced it back to Drake, and I just was going to look for something that was familiar. I'm like, eh, I guess if I already have a Drake in here, I'll just use that one. So, these, these are the images of the spitting Drake that we used before. Oh. So... Yeah, because I don't think that the variety of Drake that I uh, am intending these to be, I don't think I have a copy of that, and the library doesn't have a copy of that, so. Okay. So, are you guys going to let them, are you going to wait for them and duke it out? Well, I wanted to first put the goats actually in the uh, wagon, if they're not already. I don't know if that was intentional. What the what? Oh, hold on. Sorry. Is, Is Matt still here? (laughs) <laughs> so just give us an outro, TJ, seriously. Will our heroes face this next challenge, or will they run scared with Peep dribbling down their legs? Find out next time on Entropy Rising. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at LTMGaming or at LTMGaming.com. 